That's my new handle. So, that there we go. Fair enough. I'm hey rebranding. Guys, rebranding. Yeah, we're rebranding a little bit. So welcome back, guys, to another episode of Tin Foil Thoughts. Uh, it's never too crazy. Sorry about technical, technical, technical. Welcome back. One, two, three. I'm gonna cut that out. One, two. I had a glitch in my system. Everything went crazy Uh-oh. on my computer. One, two, three. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. Of tinfoil thoughts. Oh, it's okay. What I'm is like, was that happening? Mikey? Is that Mikey or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all okay. winking at me through the computer, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> one more time, one more time. That's a mess. One, you, I lost you on screen. So my computer glitched. Well, I'll explain. So let me start, and I'll explain in a sec. <clears throat> okay. One, two, three. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Tinfoil Thoughts. How have never you been since crazy. last time we spoke? Never too crazy. How have you been since last time we spoke hot on the mic? Oh, I've been good. Going down rabbit holes is fun. <laughs> I like it. I was making I was making a comment because you changed your we've changed the system like we described last time, but your your handle and you were talking about rebranding, so <laughs> threw me off guard a little bit. Yeah, so, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I rebranded like, too. I don't even work here because uh, on the Saturday Night Mayhem. Uh, there's a shameless shameless plug there. Check it out. Master Mayhem Boom. on YouTube. Let's go. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time every Saturday night. Free tools. Uh, but enough. there's a running joke on the live that I always tell people I just work here because there's always like questions and stuff. But then I looked up. I just work here. And uh, I didn't kind of like the way that it's described like an urban dictionary. And uh, then another one of the lives we were joking around and uh, I was talking about how I have to eat during the live because <laughs> Marius works me so hard that it's a working lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, we were cracking up and then uh, they were like, you should call, you should call, um, I forget what it is, you know, where you call and complain like that your boss isn't paying you and stuff. I forget what the, TWC, the term. TWC, Texas Workforce yeah, yeah, Commission. Yeah, yeah, The Texas Workforce Commission, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I quit. I was like, I quit. And then the some of the running jokes is like, oh, she doesn't even work here now. So I was like, oh, that's good. I'm gonna start using that because so now I rebranded to I don't even work here. I don't. I don't. I guess uh, Texas. I guess as of uh, tomorrow, I think is is the final day, if not the twenty twenty third or twenty seventh. It's the final day of the extra bonus incentive for unemployment. So oh, wow. everyone's getting back to work. It's looking like at least so, which is about time, Texas. Yeah, that'll so. be good for people to start working and stuff. That those the unemployment benefits were crazy, insane. They started off pretty crazy, and then they they kind of drifted off. Uh, they weren't they weren't crazy, but they were pretty decent. It's a full time job, pretty much being unemployed. Yeah. So it worked out. So, yeah, but anyways, sure. sorry guys, we we went on a tangent. <laughs> so, okay, for today's episode, explain to us, what do we got for today's episode? Today's episode, we are just going to cover ancient technologies. This is going to vary between a, a few things on my end that I researched into. Um, I had a few on my list, but you, you know how it happens. Some take you down oh, yeah. a rabbit hole and then others you're like, oh yeah, we know about that. <laughs> oh yeah. 
So yeah, I don't know how much you read up on uh, ancient technologies. Well, like I explained to you, it's it's kind of been going through it. It kind of came rushing back a little bit because these were the first, you know, conspiracy theory television shows, which was Ancient Aliens. So this yes. was one of the first topics that we kind of came across. So it was pretty exciting knowing that, oh, man, I remember this part. I remember this part. I remember this. And some of that stuff hasn't really been debunked. There's just a lot of stuff that they've said, hey, it can be explained this way. But it's not an yeah. actual factual debunk debunking of what they're saying. So it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Yeah. After the, this well, many the one years, that, it's, still, it's still that way. Exactly. The one that kind of got me in is I saw the Baghdad battery or the, um, uh, what is the other name for it? The parthian battery i think it is let me see i'm trying but, to scroll but through baghdad battery i think was the most the most famous one because i know mythbusters they even did a debunking on that so yeah well know. they actually debunked it because they 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 calculated that it only gave about one volt so the baghdad battery let me see if i can remember correctly because i didn't write it down but it's a like a jar right that they put a copper and then some type of acid around like a vinegar or just something, like a battery it, just like a battery yeah, yeah. But it gives off like one volt, so they, um, the MythBusters debunked it as it being like an actual battery. Um, I remember that episode right. because they, they shocked uh, Adam Savage, and I remember people were pretty upset about it because it still shows up. I, I remember him being super; he was super upset about it. MythBusters oh, nice. kind of trips me out too because I, uh, I learned recently that they didn't even like each other in they my hated whole life. Each other. Yeah, my whole yeah. life I thought they were like BFFs. <laughs> No, Jamie, Shows how much I can read a, a room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Jamie was kind of too cold, and he was kind of too, like, uptight. And then Adam was just all over the place. And you kind of get to know him a little bit better because he has a podcast. I haven't heard it in a while, but he's into just making, you know, costumes and stuff like that. He loves cosplay. So oh, he's wow. always making robotic cosplay costumes and stuff like that, making full life replicas of the alien and stuff like that. It is pretty cool. He loves it. He oh, has wow. his hobbies and his... He's true MythBusters. If you, on his part time, he does exactly what he used to do on the show. Wow. Yeah, and Jamie was just kind of. He goes, "Yeah, me and Jamie just didn't get along. We just didn't." I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." So, well, yeah, I remember. I remember reading that it ended because they said they didn't have any more like logical experiments to go off of, and they didn't want to start doing ridiculous things. And then later, I was like. Uh, they probably just hated each other's guts and they were done. <laughs> yeah, and, and Adam talks about it too on his podcast. He he brings up a lot of the issues that he was having and he was just done with it. He was just tired of doing it, which is, which is fair, you know. You can't expect someone to do something forever. Kind of like Joe Rogan in his uh, Fear Factor days. He just was done with it. So yeah, it just worked out that way. Yeah, so yeah, the, ba the, so the Baghdad battery is the one that just kind of... I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of ancient technologies right quote-unquote ancient right? right and we always they always kind of make it seem like we're the most advanced in our time up into this point in history and it's but you go back in history and you're like wait a second a lot of the technology that we had they already had right. <laughs> and maybe they even understood it better than we did so like the the baghdad battery was debunked by MythBusters and i think a couple of their scientists but they they kind of um hypothesized that it was probably used more for like electroplating to cover things in gold so that you know which makes sense you know because if you're you're i think they still use electroplating in a lot of things right 
the cover oh, things. Yeah. We, yeah, we still use it now. I mean, we can, if you have tools, you can actually, you know, put a little acid on it, etch it in with some baking soda vinegar, and then put two, you know, hook it up to a car battery, like a wrench or something, and you can actually write your logo. You can etch it with the same concept of electroplating and stuff like that. So. Oh, wow. See, I didn't you know, know that. And you, you can do it in your garage. So, but... You know, real quick, uh, so that was one of the biggest ones that kind of always came up and people were like, well, it's not, it's not a battery. It's not a battery. After Mythbusters and everyone's kind of electro-scientist, what is that called? Uh, I almost said electro-scientist. What is that called? Electric engineers. They've come out oh, and okay. said, you know, there's, it's impossible. This isn't a battery. It doesn't work. It gives off a voltage, but it doesn't work. Okay, hold on a second. So you tell me we're using the same median. We're using the same specs as what the battery was created for. Because I can go buy a car battery with nothing inside and just run water in it. And it's not going to work right. I can pour right. vinegar and it's not going to work right in there. So what not to say that we're using some other types of acids. You know, maybe hydrochloric acid, which is in our stomach lining. Maybe they were using that from animals or ourselves, you know. Maybe they were getting different sources of, of uh, different compounds that they had already developed or liquids that could push a significant amount of voltage out of the batteries versus what we're putting we're i think they did orange juice and something else to like yeah, yeah they did something basic work. you know like lemon juice or something yeah yeah so it right there you look you lose me a little bit because we're not trying all medians to kind of make the battery function and work properly we're using whatever you think is justified yeah and i think that's why this topic kind of interests me for this episode because i think a lot of the times like i said th- they they kind of make it seem like ancient civilizations were were ar- like archaic and like uh what is it i always forget the term but just that they were like not as advanced as us and right. that always blows my mind because you know when we look back at a lot of these structures like the pyramids for example right you can't go to someone and be like how are the pyramids built there's not a like a one answer right it's not like two plus two oh yeah it equals four they're just right, like oh right. the pyramids there's so many hypotheses of how the pyramids were built and you look at this technology and you can still say like oh the the egyptians weren't as as uh advanced as us what we can't even build yeah. houses that last for more than 100 years these are breaking <laughs> down after how long <laughs> And, you know, and that's very true. That's very true. Our, our construction methods right now, me being in construction as long as I've been, it's one of those things where we build a house now out of wood and it's not going to be there. If you don't maintenance it, it's not going to be in existence for our 90 years, 50 years. It's going to fall apart just for the mere fact that there's going to be a leak somewhere and the water's just going to eat it away and it's going to erode. Yep. So now looking, going through ancient technology and stuff, I kind of started diving in, but my brain actually just wanted to go a little bit more recent um to the romans and what the romans actually had as far as roads that's where i kind of got stuck the technology that the romans had to build roads just stopping there thinking that the romans weren't advanced to the point where yada 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 so let's let's they didn't have modern technology but their roads would outlive our roads as of today with the proper you know with our lasers and our machinery and everything else the Romans had a tendency of making the roads so straight that even now we don't make roads that straight. We just don't. Jeez. So instead of us jumping and saying, oh, that's aliens, that's it. No, no, no. Their tactics, their their planning, their strategy was just a lot more impressive than, than ours. You know, So they tend to jump like, well, pyramids, 
Aliens? Well, first of all, why the hell would an alien want to build a pyramid? I mean, I get <laughs> yeah. it, but there's not a lot of due cause, unless it was like they're saying it's a monument for electric you know, generation and all sorts of other stuff, as they want to say. You know, that gets more along the routes of, you know, the conspiracy aspect of what the pyramids really are. So let's say they are those, you know, electricity generating hubs that people say they are. Okay, then maybe that they would build them on purpose. But in general, looking at a lot of these pyramids that are just almost just garbage, they're just stacked stones. Instantly, as much as I want to say aliens did it, some of these we can do ourselves, you know, with some string, some water levels and stuff like that. So, but going back and looking at what the, the Romans are able to do with roads, their foundation structure, how deep they dug it, they had specifications for everything. The Romans had a Jeez. specification of how wide the road had to be. They had specifications for their gutters. The center of the point of the road, which is what some road people tend to even fail nowadays, they had to have pitch, the highest point, the center of the road, before they even signed off on anything. If the road couldn't be built, like, you know what I'm saying, like with the little hump, and the gutters yeah. roll to the sides. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't sign off on it. You know, their tunnels were identical. All their tunnels had to be virtually identical. I think there was an emperor at one point. He had a family emergency, and he was able to travel 200 miles in a 24-hour span with how perfect Whoa. the road systems were. You know, the daily mail carriers could go about 50 miles a day. That just gives them credit to see how precise they were able to, you know, build their roads. That's just stopping at roads. You know, so not to say not to say that that Sorry. leads into other things. You know, no, same yeah. here. They, they, I felt like they were about to open my door here too. So, <laughs> so chips, but, chips, <laughs> chips, 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 chips. So, but, yeah, that's but going through. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just like, no. yeah, so, roads. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was, so the roads already are a, a thing of beauty that you know dealing with construction nowadays and then seeing what the Romans were able to do. And everybody kind of sometimes you'll hear, well, Roman road, Roman road. It was just for people who don't even know construction to know that those roads were built better. That says a lot, you know, because a lot of generic people just know information that the Romans did build a lot of things very accurately. What gets me, you know, I'm studying to get my, my plumbing license. What gets me is when people start giving credit for ancient technology, ancient aliens for plumbing. No, 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 no. You mean to tell me that they didn't understand gravity and that water would flow? You know, they just yeah, exactly. They just guided their, their. So the Romans had systems of plumbing that were oh my goodness, this was. It, other societies had that same technology as well. Well, here here's one. Uh, I'm gonna jump around a little bit because I'm getting a little too excited. But the Egyptians. At one point, I heard that the Egyptians didn't have access to the wheel. I was what? like, oh, well, that's weird. Yeah, that was weird. I, I felt like they did. They're like. Well, the wheel did exist during the period. It actually existed about a thousand years before the Egyptians, but they didn't have it. Okay, stop right there. So it did exist. So they did have axles and wheels and everything else. So when they're saying they didn't have access to the wheel, that's already, that's stupidity because they did. It's a hub for communication. It's a hub for trade. And you mean to tell me they didn't see a guy in a wagon pulling down, you know, a cart on two wheels at any given point? So I called nonsense on a lot of things that they're saying. It's already the technology of the wheel not being available, you know. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times, too, we get we get lazy as as civilizations. Right. So if we look at us now. Right. And even some of the structures we used to build, you know, 
when the United States started, if we just look at our current history, they built things better, right? Like there's a big saying now is they don't make them like they used to, right? They used to make right, right. machines with all metal parts, right? And, and grease and oil that would last for, for hundreds of years, right? If you maintenance them properly. And then I think we start to get dependent and lazy on machinery that can make us plastic parts, right? And things that right. break easily and the same thing with our roads, right? There we have we have this knowledge and this ability to be able to make these roads that wouldn't shift the way that they shift now. But because we're wasteful and we're consumerist and here's a whole other conspiracy, but the government depends on our wastefulness in that, right? So that they can spend that money and tax us for that money for roads that's always the first right. thing that you hear right is without taxes who's gonna take care of the roads uh, probably someone better i'm gonna be honest <laughs> they'll probably Hopefully. last longer <laughs> you look at any time you you have the private versus public you know your public isn't it's gonna yeah it's way more efficient and you're gonna have yeah. people that build much better things like Obviously, uh, you know, the Romans isn't a great example because they obviously tax their people and stuff, too. But <laughs> yeah. there's taxes everywhere. Well, <laughs> Get all crazy. Well, a lot of, the, a lot of, yeah, well, a lot of their, uh, a lot of their roads, some of them were actually private as well. And so private oh, okay. people would make roads. So a lot of their construction, you would, now there were specific roads that only specific amount of people could even use. So technically, those are almost private roads. So there was private roads. There was uh, government private roads. So only the army, military could mm -hmm, commute back mm -hmm. and forth through these specific roads. So, you know, their infrastructure was pretty precise, you know, for, I mean, playing playing a lot of those um, Assassin's Creed games, you go oh, through yeah. and you see the cities and you see how intricate a lot of this stuff was. And it's built way, like you're saying, it's built way better than what we have now. Hey, go, go to Washington, D.C. and you see all the marble, all the curbs in Washington, D.C. are marble. That is beautiful, beautiful. They're going to last forever. You know, the yeah. curbs here in, in Austin are falling apart because they're made of, you know, hempcrete or something like that. Or hempcrete is actually <laughs> pretty good. But, yeah, know. I was going to say, I was like, wait, whoa, 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 hempcrete? <laughs> Hempcrete's really good, actually. I know my <laughs> brother-in-law is, like, obsessed with hempcrete. He thinks it's, like, the greatest thing ever invented of all mankind. Not, not okay, I'm exaggerating, okay. obviously, well, yeah. but sure, he, yeah. he says, you know, it's bug-resistant. It's uh, easily manufactured. You know, it's long-lasting. You know, there's a bunch of benefits that come from Hemp Creek. So he's very pro. Do you know a lot about Hemp Creek or no? Yes, I do, hemp actually. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I think uh, first time it was Joe Rogan talked about it maybe about 10 years ago on his podcast. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the heck is hemp creek? Oh, so you know, it's pretty old. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I yeah, wasn't quite sure. No. Okay. I well, thought it was something Henry new Ford, that can. Henry Ford was actually making fenders out of hemp. And they were more, they were light, they were lighter, more durable. They were almost like carbon fiber type fenders. And, you know, they were better than steel all around. But uh, because of the decorticator, um, William Randolph Hearst decided to go ahead and make it illegal. Uh, he gave it a bad name, gave it a bad rap, and then it was outlawed because he didn't want to lose profits in the paper mills, you know, manufacturing, all sorts of other stuff, so it became illegal. So that's Dang. a whole conspiracy about, you know, hemp. That was more efficient, it was cheaper. Uh, hemp can grow outside your house like a, it's a weed almost. It grows like a yeah. weed, grows faster than pine. You know, yeah, pine I think you can harvest it like three or four times in one season, right? 
So, I mean, it grows fantastic. It grows quick and it's lightweight and very strong. Hemp rope, hempcrete, hemp fenders, everything else was being made in the early 1930s, 1940s. And then I'm curious, I'm curious if the, cause I, I use uh cause we cloth diaper, you know, well, we haven't been lately cause life's been chaotic, but um, Wait, I use a lot of bamboo <laughs> and hemp fibers cause they're just superior to cotton to okay. microfiber. I mean, you can't really use microfiber against baby skin, but so it's, it's okay. hemp is more of a slow absorber, but it holds a whole lot. And bamboo is a little bit faster at absorbing, but it can't hold quite as much as hemp. But those two are the fabrics that I use quite a bit. So I'm curious if oh, it's wow. like okay. the same hemp or if it's just labeled it's as hemp. Yeah, it's different. Well, you ha you have to get a little further into that, but I know there's, you know, different categories of you know hemp species hemp types what hemp actually is versus marijuana and stuff like that so you there's there's things that kind of determine the the structure of the actual plant so you have to go a little deeper and kind of do a little more research on on hemp because there are different types of hemp obviously there's going to be different okay. species and so different fields and stuff but overall you know hemp hemp was one of those things that was kind of just destroyed because no rich people didn't want to lose money like, here's a quick conspiracy. Um, I'm going to go off a little a little tangent. You know Joe Biden's son? You know what his name is? Oh, gosh. The news? I, I know it, but he, since I got put on the spot, I'm like, okay. <laughs> what is his son's so name? Yeah, Joe's, Joe Biden's son, he's the guy that had the computer. And the computer ended up at a repair shop. And at that repair shop, he never came back to get it. So the repair shop's policy is they get to keep and sell the computer. Oh, snap. So the, the 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 guy of the actual shop in New York, he actually went ahead and called Mayor or Giuliani, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who at the time was um, Trump's uh, what is it uh, lawyer. So Giuliani has actually had the laptop in his possession with everything in it, you know, did, seeing that uh, he was doing a lot of he got a job with a Russian company, a Russian energy or Chinese energy company considering he had never done anything in the industry field. He was, what? you know, he was just a drug, he was just a druggie, whatever. And he was making, you know, I think maybe six figures to a million dollars a year working, being a consultant for this energy company, never having to do anything with the, ind with the industry, you know? So after this was, all this, this blew was Hunter? Up, yes. So after all this blew up, you know, so Hunter Biden, after it all blew up saying that, what was he doing working for an energy company? He had no business. He, his computer, his uh, computer was hacked, wink, wink, wasn't hacked. It was resold because he never paid to go pick it up. <laughs> and all the pictures were released of him, you know, dressing in drag, wearing lipstick, get doing selfies in the thing, doing cocaine on the kitchen table, all this other stuff, really bad Why stuff. Why would you, you know? photograph the, the, the stuff first off? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So after it all blew up, nothing happened. You know, he was selling secrets to other agencies, he, uh, oh, you know, international agencies. He was doing so much crap. It was all on his laptop that he just was careless and left, and Giuliani has it. Well, actually, fast forward, Giuliani even talks about the FBI raided his whole apartment in New York. They took everything. They took case files for, you know, confidential uh, case files for uh, client privilege. Because when an attorney has client privilege, nobody else can see it unless you get a subpoena to actually get that, put it, you know, then they, they can take it to court, et cetera, et cetera. Mayor Giuliani, oh, wow. they took all his records. The only thing they didn't take was Hunter Biden's laptop. 
<laughs> they, they left it there. They didn't want it. The FBI didn't want it. And that was the only thing of value he actually had in his possession that would blow the... So he's he slowly released everything out. And he's like, see, nothing happened. So Hunter Biden recently, he became an artist. And I've gotten into conversations about art. Art is a big source of money laundering. And here's a good example how it gets laundered. Joe Biden, president of the United States. His son is a loser, has nothing to do with art, but all of a sudden he became a powerful artist. Hunter Biden is selling half million dollar paintings to private sellers, private sellers in return for what do you think? Because Joe Biden still talks to his son on a daily basis. What would you assume he's selling a half million dollar painting for? Because the value of the painting is a half million dollars to a private seller from China or yeah, Russia? Yeah, he's selling secrets, man. He's selling secrets or maybe time with the president to kind of sit down and talk with him. So come on. I mean, why this doesn't get talked about or spoke about, oh it's insane. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. Biden, he's, uh, I think, what was it, a Congress, not a congressman, but somebody from the Supreme Court actually came out and said that he's pretty much about to have to have a, he's going to have to have a cognitive, a cognitive assessment because he's losing his mind. On live camera, he's not, I mean, he's just falling apart. He's not really, you know, he's not yeah, making he keeps much say, sense He keeps saying like random stuff and he's like talking. I, see, they keep, I know we touched on this with our, the conspiracy aspect of him being a, a clone, uh, but just put aside any conspiracy theory. This right. man shows signs of dementia. Like he's something. Yeah is not okay there and the, the the fact that he's still able to go up and make speeches is kind of the part that blows my mind the most like how does your team look at you and like yeah let's you're good to go come on now say <laughs> yeah, something funny like, <laughs> like, oh lord have mercy i just saw one the other day where he was talking about um uh lyn lynching people i don't know what sentence but it did not make sense but he threatened some people with lynching. I was like, what is going on? Oh, no, no, no. There, uh, here recently on the news, I think the whole internet exploded with his threats because now people are like, now we want guns more than ever because Joe Biden said, if you're going to go against the military, if you're going to go against the government, you're going to need more than a couple of rifles. You're going to need uh, F-115s. You're going to need nukes. And everyone's like, hold on. Did you just threaten to nuke the American public if you don't <laughs> abide by what you're saying? But this was on CNN. This was aired live, so I don't know what's up with him. But they've, uh, they said they're going to have to give him a cognitive, a cognitive assessment pretty soon just for the mere fact that something's missing there. It's not. There's a lot of connections. Which there. makes sense because I... the it I was, I, now. He's getting I too old for this, you know? Yeah. Well, I held to the theory that they used him as the, like, um, the... Uh, what is that term for the... Man, my brain is all kabobble today. Um they used him like as a Trojan horse, you know, to get uh, Harris into office. You know, like the the plan was always to have her become president yeah. through either Joe Biden's displacement or his unaliveness or whatever it might be. And I think this is just kind of panning out. And uh, I think they're kind of smart not to do it right away either, because I kind of thought, you know, they're just day one. He's going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're kind of smart. They're playing it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And now everyone's like, wait a second, yeah, maybe he's not all there. And it's just like a perfect cover for them to just trade off. So, yeah, uh, yeah you he's... Get, you need to hear what Judge Joe Brown says about uh, 
about Biden, first of all, he talks about Biden and how racist this is. I'm not making any of this up. This is Judge Joe Brown. He's on YouTube with several interviews talking about the racism that Joe Biden has kind of lashed out at the African-American community for years. Nothing new that, yes. you know, it wasn't just one yes. conversation. It's been years of him lashing out at, at the African-American or black community. And then when he talks about Kamala Harris, you just have to hear it for yourself because it's just, it's so much information that he lets loose because he's been in politics. He's been a, a, a judge for so long. He has a lot of information. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty eye-opening for him to say it, especially out loud like that. So. Dang, yeah. But anyways, back. I, I went on a tangent. But hey, real quick, and then we'll get back to ancient technologies. But what have you noticed? Like all these pyramids in the sky, allegedly. Like in China, they just released this video of like a uh, pyramid. It's it's a pyramid. It's not a triangle. It's a pyramid like in the sky, and there's like six or seven people recording it. Are what? you familiar? No, with that I haven't no? seen that at all. We'll have to bring this. We'll have to bring this up on another episode, but. There's been so many sightings all of a sudden, and now it's not the little tic-tac anymore. It's the pyramid is making an appearance all over the world. So I think maybe it's a spy plane for somebody, or maybe a country has developed a really good spy plane, and they're now showboating it in front of everybody, because I don't think well, an alien would be. Well, I know the running theory right now is that the because the way that they told us about aliens, which I know we've talked about a couple of times where... Um, one of my favorite videos that I've seen a couple times is that they're like, you know, how the government told us about aliens and they just come and they're like, aliens exist. Psh, and they just slap you and yeah, run yeah. off. And then nobody processed Corona. it, you know. But they're, they're, they're saying they did it in this manner to kind of like desensitize because they're going to fake an alien invasion. So that would... That would be interesting to see that play out if it's this and now all of a sudden there's all of these sightings now, right? Like it's actual sightings where it's coinciding with this, where they told us aliens exist and then now there's sightings. Or if it's going to play into the other aspect of aliens actually do exist and they're, you know, told whoever's been trying to keep this a secret. Like now we're coming out there. Everybody's going to know. And then they decided to just spill the beans themselves. <laughs> It'll be curious. I'll be curious to yeah. see which way it goes. <laughs> no, I think, but, I think uh, what Reagan and a few other presidents have even talked about, there's going to be, they've, they've signed off that they've signed against, I mean, alien attacks, fake alien attacks to be pop, like perpetrated by the U S government for who knows what reason. So they never really specify what reason, but this has been since the, I think, 40s, 50s, 60s. It's been one of those things that they use this alien thing as leverage for who knows what reason, though. But it sounds like they're they're propping up. And if you go into Alex Jones, he says that they're going to use holograms in the sky, which might make more sense, to be honest. Yeah, that, seemed e that would be seem easier to a lot A lot more to effective, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. A hologram could disappear and appear. And, you know, travel, you couldn't hit it with any missile or bullet. So that makes a little, maybe that might work a little bit more precisely than just getting a craft that might not be up to par with the technology would expect of an alien. So exactly. I mean, yeah. It's, Dang, yeah, that's, that's wild. Yeah. I haven't, getting, I haven't heard about that at all. Surprisingly. Yeah, And this was in China, though. So that's what made me a little bit more skeptical hip wise, because why would the U.S. be flying these craft in another country if it wasn't, you know, here in the U.S. when... What makes me, this is the worst part about this. Aliens, as soon as the government said, hey, aliens exist, it's like, wait a second. Why are you telling me? I got suspicious uh, yeah. instantly. Suspicious and instantly, then now with, yep. 
and as as it slowly churned out that you know it was maybe one colonel then it was a couple of guys here in the military that were saying yeah i saw it yeah i saw it now they're all saying they saw it and i'm like hold on a second i feel like it's going to be misinformation all of a sudden so yeah. it feels like there's like they're up to it's something like you said yeah so they're they're trying to now maneuver something around this i don't know now it's getting more suspicious that everyone's like yeah they do exist actually check this out and the news is broadcasting it and stuff like that so as soon as they get involved you have to start getting more suspicious because now it's the news is all about their misinformation and spinning. Only a few rich people own the news broadcasting, by the way. I mean, we all we all kind of already know. Yeah. You can look up who owns what companies, and it always goes down to very specific individuals. So anytime somebody has a big show like Joe Rogan, and uh, they, they come up a lot, to, but Joe Rogan and uh, Alex Jones, they always end up in backroom deals for them to get bought because they have so many people's ears. They need all the news agencies Alex Jones was on a comedian's podcast recently, and he was talking craziness, but it was, they were fact-checking him as he was talking crazy, and they're like, oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. This guy does own it. Oh, you're right. This guy does it. I think I brought this up before, but Alex Jones said that somebody gave him, I think, like uh, 500, at, as of a couple of months ago, when it was $60,000 of Bitcoin. At that point, somebody oh, yeah. had given him the, the worth of $500 million worth of Bitcoin. The guy that he said would gave it to him, the the guy even came out and said, "Yeah, I told that idiot that it was going to be the the future, and I bet you he lost it all, didn't he?" Yes, he did. Just like the stupid idiot, Alex. I told him this was the future. I didn't talk to him for two years after that. So Dang, yeah. everything he says is is true. He knows a lot of high high ranking officials. His family was in the CIA. His dad worked for, you know, uh, what what his dad worked for. Uh, I think I want to say the CIA, but his dad was was deep in the military. He would always tell him certain secrets. So, but anyways, the, the, I'm going on a tangent. But that <laughs> alien stuff that's popping up everywhere. Those those pyramids got my attention because now there's pyramids in the sky. So I don't know if that's a hoax, per- perpetrated by the military or the governments. But when it was it was saw in China, now I'm like, okay, is this Chinese and it's coming over here and the U.S. can't do nothing about it, or is it us going to China flexing a little bit, being like, hey, what's up? We're here. Yeah, and it's interesting that they would use tri- like pyramids, right? Because the fascinate to me, it always pins back to that, right? The fascination with pyramids because it has that that just nobody knows how it was built, right? Like, there's no true information. No one truly knows how they were constructed. So to me, it's interesting that they would choose a pyramid of all shapes, right? Like, you can pick a sphere. You can pick like a something more aerodynamic than a triangle. <laughs> I mean a, a pyramid, right? Like yeah, it's a they, weird they choice. Didn't just, yeah. They didn't just pick, you know, a triangle like you're saying. They picked a you know, a, I keep bumping my microphone, goodness gracious. They they picked uh what is that called? A prism. They picked a damn prism to float in the sky. It's like what Yeah, it's like What are what? we doing here? What are we doing here? What but maybe you know, it's Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> But it could be Not going into like saying, hey, ancient people love pyramids, so they saw a pyramid alien in the sky. Or a UFO or UAPs. I, I, I'm losing it now. I'm losing it. All my life well, I wanted this to happen. Well, I think it's... And now it's I happening. Think it's, I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's curious how about, how about, now, t- now too, that they're... Because 
I have a strong belief that they're very in tune with what the conspiracy theories are. And I think that they're sometimes that they use conspiracy theories to mislead people. So like you said, they're going to use this pyramid aspect to make us maybe think, oh, aliens, 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 while that's the distraction for them doing other crazy stuff, you know, so it's it's the, it's the smoke screen and they're doing something else that's probably not even relevant to the pyramid that we're seeing in the sky. Well, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. but <laughs> well, I'm yeah, look it up after look it up, this. Look it and then uh, Risa, man, hold on. Let me just, uh, this is news talk. I'm just talking about news points real quick and we'll get back to the topic, I promise. But here okay. recently, uh, Iver, Ivermectane, Ivermectar, Ivermectane, whatever it is, I bought the one in, allegedly, I might have bought some in Mexico. Now, I was in Mexico and this was the like the barely outbreak started in of covid all over the planet so there was a bunch of you know borders being shut down and everything else so this was right before mexico got shut down like the first the first time okay we were in mexico and we went to the pharmacy because in the pharmacy you can buy generic over-the-counter stuff is not the same here you have to have prescription here in the u.s to do it right okay so i asked the lady i go so what would you guys be using for covid and she gave me this stupid little box. I wanted chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine. That's what I was trying to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she goes, she goes, no, as soon as the Americans started talking about it, it's gone. We can't even get a shipment of it anymore. I was like, okay, so what do you guys use for, for COVID? She goes, well, this right here. And it was ivermectane, ivermectar. Let me, let me go get it real quick. You got to let me, no, no, I won't get it. But it's ivermectane. I have a box of it still. <clears throat> and yesterday, there was this podcast that came out and the the researchers for covid uh, disaster relief and the, the 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 researchers that were dealing with the dead people that were coming out of covid so if you were so sick that you had no other other outlet you were going to these particular doctors to get some kind of help mm-hmm. so they started doing research on ivermectane ivermectane come on ivermectane i think that's what it's called i i said it 300 times but i have the mexican version of it so i read it it's the one I have is is the Spanish version, or, or it's in Spanish. Oh, 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 oh. Um, this is interesting that you're bringing this up. So, yeah, it's, it, it's I'll spell it out for people if you guys want to look it up. It's I-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-N. So it's it's an anti-parasitic. Yes. And the lady at the pharmacy, she told me, and this was months ago, she told me this is what will cure it. She goes... This is what people need to be taking to not get it. So the research recently came out and it said that the this is a slam dunk. It's a prophylactic, which means you can take it to not get COVID. It protects you from getting it. And when you're in the midst of it, it, it helps you get better. And when you're on the end stage of it, so if you're dying from COVID, this is probably your only solution for getting rid of COVID. That's what they found. So... This one doctor that was responsible for hundreds of healthcare workers, he said 90, I think he said 96% of everybody he gave it to did not get COVID. Before Whoa. that, it was like a 56% were getting COVID. So he, he was doing test studies with, the, with this particular drug for months. And he said that this was a drug that he knew worked because it's been around so long. It, it helps with river blindness. It helps with elephantitis. It's not a miracle drug, but it sounds a little too good to be true. But it's been around so long. This particular drug has, you really have nothing to gain by pushing this drug. You're not going to get rich. 
It's the patent's been expired. You're not going to get anything out of it pushing this drug and saying it works. So as of right now, Fauci announced what, like a $4 billion uh, allocation fund to get a cure for COVID. And the doctors are screaming to high heaven saying, we have the drug. This is it. Why is no one listening? So he goes, we don't have the test, the double blind placebo test. We don't have the clinical trials, but we do have the clinical research to show that we've been using it here at the clinics to help people get better. And Whoa. I mean, they're getting shut down left and right. But up until yesterday, I think finally it blew open that the government's been neglecting this. And the doctors who are actually talking about this, they go, hey, the one country that did a slam dunk about it and no one gives them credit for is Mexico. Mexico handled everything with ivermectin or avamectar, whatever it's called. Avamectin, I think that's what it's called. And they, they pretty much came back to life halfway in the midst of the COVID outbreak. And, I, and you know that, too, because we're up there twice. I mean, uh, it was it was well, fine. So not COVID, but it's it, it's it's kind of blowing my mind that you said this because I kind of went down this hole for an antiparasitic, but on uh, for a different medication because um, okay. there's there's a I lot of evidence. Quick. I can still hear you. I'm gonna go get the box real quick, but I can still hear you. You're in my ear. Okay, Hold okay. On. There's a there's a there's a brand called uh, Paniker. Uh, I know it has Safeguard, but I actually use it on my my dogs to deworm them. And I think the real name is. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. It's Fen Ben Fen Ben Fen Ben Dezel. <laughs> I'll just spell it out because I'm apparently illiterate. But it's F E N B E N D A Z O L E. If one of our listeners knows how to pronounce these things correctly please send us some emails so we don't sound like we don't know how to read <laughs> but anyways the safeguard medication it's actually there's a lot of anecdotal evidence and i think they're actually doing a study on it now that it actually cures cancer so there's a lot of cancers that uh present as cancer right and they go for for chemo and whatnot but a lot of these people have healed themselves by taking safeguard which is it's a dewormer that you can use on humans or or uh goats i think it's a goat dewormer you can i use it on my dogs actually um and it kills like uh lungworms whipworms uh, tapeworms it kills a bunch of different parasites but they're actually using this to cure cancer so it's it's kind of blowing my mind that you're saying this about covid because it, they're both anti-parasitic so yeah, <laughs> which makes so much sense right because if you think of any other parasite like you think of ticks right they bring lyme disease they bring um i can't think of any other you think of mosquitoes right when they when they poke you and they mess with your body right you get hives if you're allergic to them but you can also get um um all kinds of different diseases from them you know they give dogs heartworm the different types of things you know and if you think of worms, of course, how is worms not the first thing that people think of to deworm de de yourself? Because they get into your body and, of course, they can wreak havoc on your body. So, but it, I don't know. Sorry, that's blowing my mind because they were both no, antiparasitics. I, mean, <laughs> I, I had it somewhere. I got like four boxes. I couldn't find it. I had, I had it by the bed yesterday and I was telling, I was talking about it. And I was saying the lady at the pharmacy in Mexico knew way more and it was a, a pharmacy like if you go to the pharmacy you think it's like a, it's a bodega it's not don't even look like a pharmacy it's like a bodega there was a cat inside the doors didn't even close all the way and she knew exactly what could cure like 
maybe it was a coincidence, but now hearing that Mexico pretty much had a program that said there was, there's two sects in Mexico. There's the, the agency that was pushing ivermectane or ivermectar. Again, I, I didn't find it, so I can't say it, but was pushing that particular drug. And then the, U, the government that was in inner workings with the U.S. government, which was the actual Mexican government, and they refused to acknowledge it. They said, no, we're not using that. We're using, we're going to just do vaccines and et cetera, et cetera. Look, I'm not saying don't do the vaccine. I'm just saying this cures anything. But for the mere fact that Dr. Perry Corey, I believe that's his name. So let me see. Yeah, Dr. Perry Corey, he's American critical care physician, and he's been responsible for COVID-19 patients that were pretty much on death's door. Like if he saved Whoa. them, it was like you, you're doing God's work. But they were pretty much set to die. But he came out and he really said, hey, will somebody please listen to me? Because this is what I've been treating, first responders. I've been treating patients, critical care patients at that. So there's a huge difference when someone's treating critical care patients because they're, they're set to die. They're, they're, they're gone. So here's the, pro- here's the pronunciation. If we okay. want it. Let's see if it. I know I can say it right. I just can't remember the right. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah. You've been saying Ivermectin. it right. Yeah. I've, uh, close. Ivermectin. Close. Iver- Ivermectin. So that right there, it seems to be the, the go for, you know, it's cheap. It's affordable. I think they said it's been as cheap as a couple of cents per pill. Yeah. It's so super it's not cheap, like the yeah. current. Right now, the, the top current use of, uh, covid assistance the first the first type of cure they go for is three thousand dollars a treatment here in the u.s for covid treatment versus just this 75 cent pill so man that's it's been it's been weird so i know that was that was a little skewed from what the topic was but i mean what's going on man that you gotta get the vaccine we don't have a cure what yeah we do it's a little box take a dewormer (laughs) yeah and not only uh, that, the dewormer helps you from getting it. It keeps you from getting it. It's a prophylactic, and it helps you during the early stages of it. On top of that, it, so there's no cure right now. There's no medication that helps you in all three phases of, of the actual sickness. So it helps. It's a preventative measure. It's a you know it's a post measure, and it's you know it's 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 all rounded medication that's super cheap and there's no patent on it. So that's why nobody wants to push it. Nobody benefits from making money off of it, which makes sense, obviously. And even then, they, they even said, okay, will somebody just manipulate one molecule and just do the same medication and get the $4 billion and we'll be okay. We just need the cure to be the cure. Yep. Like, well, if you manipulate this drug too much, you lose the value that it shows throughout the progression of the stage of the virus. So it has to stay the way it is because it's been so refined. It's such an old drug. So I think ivermectin is probably the most... It's been the most dosed medication in our known history of recording medication. So we've given it to more human beings than any other drug. So it works. It works. Just put that in perspective. Jeez. Well, uh, there, there's, it's because we're on antiparasitics. With heartworm, <laughs> like there's this. Ancient technology, dogs, Ira. I know. Well, in dogs, right? There's, there's a dogs get heartworm, right? But there, there's evidence that shows if you deworm, like if people just deworm their dogs regularly, right, with just an oral medication that they would take, um, instead of having to, because there's a lot of side effects that come with these little heartworm like tablets that they give people to prevent heartworm, uh, people, dogs. 
they give okay. two people to give to their dogs. Um, but you could just use something like Safeguard or uh, I- Ivermectin to like deworm your dog regularly, and you can actually prevent hey, heartworm like that. And it's it's so much more cost effective because heartworm medication is so astronomically like expensive. It's like yes, it, is. it has no business being that expensive. And then you can go and buy a whole bottle of Safeguard for, I think it's seven bucks to buy a whole bottle that'll last you a year. Holy smokes. <laughs> it's, it's probably ivermectin for dogs, to be honest with you. Well, Safeguard can be used on humans as well. So it's actually a goat. It's I, When you buy a label, it normally it says for goats, but um, it can be and, used on okay. humans, dogs. It, but but this, this is, so Safeguard, they are using for you say clinical trials for cancer i don't know if they started a clinical trial but i know there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that's coming out and a lot of people that are coming out saying like no this cured my cancer okay yeah so we're not we're not medical practitioners we're not saying this cures cancer but so far so good it's curing cancer right if they did a study i bet there'd be good results Yeah, which just, just which again case, makes just sense, right? If you look at sorry, this chair is like it, my whole mic's gonna be out. Eek, oh, eek, eek, eek. <laughs> this chair is yeah, way too put, squeaky. <laughs> then I'm gonna hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I breathed, I breathed into the mic so much. <laughs> I know I'm trying to I'm trying to like breathe to the side. Being on the mic is weird, y'all. So chocolate rain. <laughs> remember remember chocolate rain? They're like, why are you turn your head? <sighs> I get it now. You know what I wrote? You know, ancient aliens. I said your name seventeen times. I don't so. even work here, man. <laughs> we have we have a video component of our podcast now, so I mean, you can kind of see. We'll, we'll maybe start uploading this if I have the courage to do so. So you'll do like little clips. Tell, didn't, even, didn't even comb my hair. Yeah, for that, we'll we'll pick the best clips and then we'll. It's start okay, you'll start looking like work. a like Giorgio. <laughs> The bigger aliens, my hair gets, man. the better the aliens. show. Yeah. Aliens, dude. Hey, we're going to talk about ancient technology. You heard about ivermectin? Like, <laughs> I know. What? It's like season one, his hair, you're like, he looks normal. And then season two, you're like, oh, he's getting a little wild. And then season hey, three, four, you're like, is, what? wait a second. This is season two. <laughs> this is season two. So, but holy smokes. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, I think, I think we can, we can continue doing a podcast similar like to this, you know, kind of come prepared for for a topic but kind of just where it goes go it goes, off on a tangent know? when it does yeah i don't, yeah, I don't control it. the news yeah sometimes the news is important it kind of relates to the to the to listener a little bit of what's going on out there uh, so, some of these things you can kind of go back and and double check us you know make sure you're you, you're doing your due diligence and duck duck go or if you want to go ahead and google it i'm not i'm not going to judge you but you know this these things are out there but nobody's talking about them nobody talks about them Certain things. Unless Trump says it, then they'll talk about it. I know. And they'll call him a liar. <laughs> yeah, you're a liar. You're closing the borders. You're a liar. What? Cl- you, you beat COVID in a day? You're a liar. What did you take? Uh, ivermectin, chloroquine, this other stuff, some steroids, PCP. Well, I know there was oh, even evidence. Trump- like if you took zinc, it was it zinc and, zinc and vitamin C or zinc? I know it was zinc. Vitamin D. You need vitamin D for sure. Uh, was a big because vitamin D a lot of people just so you know vitamin D is not a vitamin it is a legitimate hormone so anytime you go to the beach and you take you know you're you're getting a lot of sunlight you'll notice that your muscle tone muscle quality increases because it's an actual hormone so you you start getting leaner you get a little that's bit that's why more people happy. run on the beach all right <laughs> yeah I get it now I mean 
So, so just being out in the sun, that vitamin D, and the only way we can get vitamin D is from the sun. You can't get it from food. You can't really get it from, you can get it from supplements. It does work. Don't get me wrong. But the most preferred outlet of getting vitamin D is getting it, getting that sun. And the, the darker you are, the more sunlight you need, by the way. And they said vitamin oh, D wow. was, the, was the best preventative measure that you could do for COVID. Just making sure you're getting enough sun. So, which, and that's everything. I mean, that's which everything. makes sense with everything. Yeah, like anytime, I know, I, like anytime either uh, myself or my husband's sick, you know, in Mastering Mayhem, where we'll be sitting on the sofa, like slowly dying, you know, and then one of us would be like, you know, whoever's not sick, we're like, yeah, you should go outside for a little bit. Like, just go get some sun. And then never fails. You feel a little bit better. You get some some rays yeah, in you, some figure. some radiation. All right, just kidding. <laughs> hey, we need that. We need that. Well, it's funny Aliens. that they, since we're on like medications and stuff, uh, it's funny because I've, I've always held to this idea that, so we don't really use sunscreen, but since my children are light skinned, because <laughs> I've never oh, sunburned yeah. a day in my life. My nose peeled once in my life. Now that's almost 30 years of existence now. So never, n- I don't recall a single time I've sunburned. I should say it that way because maybe I sunburned at one point. I just don't remember. So I've just never really used sunburn. I've just kind of like covered myself up, worn a hat, you know, been responsible, didn't stay out in the sun for four hours straight. Like, <laughs> it's for just sure. responsible. Checks out. Yeah. But with Marius, he, he, his idea of, sorry, Mastering Mayhem, his idea of. Master Mayhem. Of tanning is he sunburns, then he peels, <laughs> and he's slightly darker. <laughs> okay well so that's this is this is his whole process so i'm like that's not normal so anyways with the kids uh i did a little bit of research so we actually use like a zinc it's like a zinc uh paste type of it's like a natural sunscreen basically so it just kind of helps yeah. reflect some of the sun back so you don't burn as easy but i have this running theory that now I have no scientific evidence to back this. At least I haven't researched any. I'm just <laughs> this is just a rabble I went down where I was like, sunscreen causes cancer. <laughs> okay, but fair I enough. But I have I have because I just thought about it where you know you're rubbing this chemical on your skin or a lot of the times I know people have chemical. Hot. Yeah, people have chemical reactions to those aerosol type ones. Sorry, my watch is going off. So you spray this on your skin. We're not even talking about tanning beds, but you spray this on your skin and then you go bake in the sun. It gets hot. Chemicals are boiling essentially on of your skin. And then you're concerned why you got skin cancer. To me, now if you have skin cancer and you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm, this isn't directed specifically at anybody. I'm just saying this goes through my mind where it doesn't quite add up. It's like putting coconut oil on your skin and then going outside. Like you're creating an oven, you're baking your skin. Like I, I know there's even right. like there's a there's this this syndrome called chicken leg syndrome. You, you guys can look this up. This is a true thing. I mean, I'm sure it has a, a more technical term that I don't know, but it's called chicken leg syndrome, where people sit in an office and because they're sitting down, right, poor circulation. Sorry, my gosh, I don't know who needs to get a hold of me. They're sitting in an office, they have poor circulation, right? Their feet get cold. I know you've probably met a few people that have like perpetual cold feet and lower bodies. So they sit by a heater for several years. So they literally bake the skin 
on their oh legs. So it's called chicken leg syndrome because it literally, they literally bake chicken their legs. So, the, the, you Holy know, I, I start to think of some of these things where the skin isn't meant to do a lot of the things that people put the skin through. And, you know, when we think about things like that where vitamin D, you know, we, we get vitamin D from the sun, right? So there's a certain aspect where it maybe shouldn't be blocked in the way that we're blocking it. Now, of course, be responsible. Don't stay out too long. Cover yourself up if you do have to be out there, right? That's why you see farmers. They have long sleeves, hats, right? They're, <laughs> they they got to be out there. They're covered. And I'm sure we still absorb a certain amount of... Oh, I hit my mic. I'm a hot mess today. <laughs> so Come I on, get. let's go. Let's wrap but it up. Let's wrap I'm it up. Sh- I'm sure there's a certain amount of vitamin D you get even when you're covered. I, I don't know any studies you know specifically on that but i don't know there's my there's my crackpot idea for the day y'all let me know what you hey, think <laughs> fair enough fair enough it checks out to me because i never wear sunblock either no no if i do if i do i rub it on myself and i break out in hives oh, like, this ain't supposed to happen is it it's like dang i'm real sen- i'm not sensitive to a lot of things but msg and any kind of msg whatsoever in chinese food i break out in hives and then sunscreen if I just doubt, if I just put a little swash underneath my eyebrows, like underneath my eyelids, I'll have like this rash underneath wherever I touch it. So Holy my skin's smokes. real sensitive to sunblock. So I try not to use it, but sometimes I do. Like if I'm gonna be out in the sun, like an amusement park or something, I do put it on. But if I'm at the beach, like you said, I just do umbrella and I just cover up as much as possible. If I, well, if you- I know I'm gonna be at the beach. You know, before we switch to this like natural sunscreen that we use, um, one time I don't remember where I was, but I remember I used a, I used someone's like regular sunscreen, and it wasn't too terribly hot, but I remember okay. like specifically being out there, and I was kind of hot, but not really bothered. You know, it's just like I, it's hot. It's you know, kind of. Um, sorry. Oh my gosh, I don't know what is going on with my watch. There we go. Put it on. Do not disturb. Um, but I remember kind of being hot, you know, my skin was a little bit hot, but I wasn't too terribly bothered, right? And then I remember someone was like, oh, you should put sunscreen, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, what kind of sunscreen you have, just kind of rubbed it on to myself. And I remember feeling so hot, like I was, like I felt sweaty where before I wasn't, like I just felt yeah. like my heat was trapped inside it, of my body. And immediately yeah, I was like, this is it. not good. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, yeah. So yeah, I don't sense. know. I'm I mean, anti-sunscreen. That's, that's just no. Well, as as a kid, you, we know we always like, hey, 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 would you put on my back? Would you put acid on my back? Why is this burning? And it's supposed to do that. That's all I ever heard. It's supposed to do that. It's supposed to burn my skin. Right. But as I've gotten older, I mean, anytime I, I spray it, and to be honest, the ones I'm least sensitive to is probably the aerosol. So the ones that actually don't make me break out too much are the aerosol ones, but they still get really, really hot. To the point where like, uh oh, I have to rub this off. Wait a second. This ain't good. Okay, it stopped. It yeah, I remember hard. I yeah, I remember being younger, like you know, when you get there, like your parents always make you put on sunscreen. And I remember always feeling like kind of sticky and gross. But then as you gross. swim, you it's know, so they gross. don't make you reapply it usually. And then it starts to like yeah. wash off and you start feeling better and you're like, This is fun. This is great. Like I yeah, can survive out here now. <laughs> you're like, Yeah, some black, yeah. it's away. <laughs> So we think it's no, sunblock works, but it just washed off. <laughs> I'll do a little yeah. research on that and see if anybody else has, has looked into that sunblock. Because that's, I mean, that's a good topic. That's a good one to kind of bring up. The homeopathic, more natural sunblock, I think, is a better alternative for me. Just just talking about it, to be honest. I've, I've never thought about it either. 
I never have. Yeah, well, I think I, I think the one that threw me in there was since we're kind of on ancient technologies was do not quote me on this because I have not looked it up in the, in a while. But when this was six years ago when I had children, I'm like, look, I got to go natural. This this ain't adding up. But when I looked into sunscreen, there was a like a native tribe that used a like a mud. Uh, clay mud yes. that had yes. high zinc properties that they would rub on their skin okay. as a natural um, sunscreen. So that's where we actually switched to where we, it's like a, it's a zinc based kind of sun paste sun. I don't even think it's called sunblock. It's like labeled differently because you have like sunscreen and then like sunblock and then it's, I don't know, protective something. I forget the, okay. the way that the terminology changes, but yeah, it's, Basically, it has zinc on the front, and, you know, it's zinc-based, so well, I mean, that's kind of that, what led me there, and I was sense. like, that makes sense. Like, well, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, aluminum, there's a lot of zinc in certain muds as well, too. So, I mean, elephants, elephants tend to use mud as sunblock as well, and so do pigs. Pigs and elephants are pretty closely related, and they tend to use some mud as a sunblock, especially pigs that, that in captivity, if they're like in a farmer's pen, mm-hmm. that's why happier than a pig in mud, or a pig in you know but it's normally mud it just stinks really bad because it's like real gross mud but oh, they yeah. do it as a sunblock protect it because if a pig goes feral then they finally start growing their hair and their tusks because a pig will go feral and change its species it's one of the few animals that does oh, that oh that makes so much so, more sense you know i've always yeah. wondered about like hogs and hog, <laughs> pigs yeah. you know a boar and a hog is it starts off as a pig in captivity but they Dang. do not stop growing the crazy thing about a pig it does not stop growing up until it overgrows its, its uh, pigs and crocodiles do not stop growing. So if a pig escapes from a farmer, it goes out in the woods and becomes a wild boar. But it grows horns, it grows hair, it turns dark, and it does it in a couple of weeks. That's so, wild. Holy yeah. smokes. A couple of weeks, uh, give or take months, but it switches species in a heartbeat. Quickly, though, yeah. Its babies like... come out different. Yeah, its babies come out different. But while it's in captivity, it's this pink little gross hog that needs mud as sunblock so even <laughs> even animals use mud as sunblock <laughs> even it realizes we're we're a hot mess i gotta protect myself around these guys they're gonna kill me and eat me <laughs> yeah so, that's funny man i don't know what we went the, up on well, a tangent we went with this, yeah we this is a well, tangent one-on-one so we're, what did we're you at learn? about an hour so nothing i didn't learn nothing <laughs> no. i've just been watching the news and i want to talk to you about it so that's what that turned into <laughs> Hey, we, we, I haven't uh, talked to you. Let's just have a conversation. I know. We relapsed back into our, <laughs> our random tangents. Hey, guys, this is what we're going to do, guys. We're going to give you the best possible research that we can offer you, <laughs> and we're going to make sure that it's worth your time. You see that pyramid <laughs> in the sky in Mexico? It wasn't even in Mexico. In China? Well, sunblock is a conspiracy. <laughs> hey, sunblock? Hey, Joe Biden's son selling paintings. You ever heard of it? It's like, what on earth are we listening to? It's your fault, guys. You shouldn't. You you clicked in. You downloaded. You know what you're getting into. So maybe oh, no. next. I don't episode, even work here. We'll do, yeah, me neither. I think I quit too. Shoot. <laughs> we'll give you one good episode, one off the rails. One good episode, one off the rails. Yeah, we'll just we'll, look we'll at the analytics. Whichever way. ones do better, we'll continue there. <laughs> yeah. They're like, remember that episode you talked about pyramids? Uh, you mean every episode? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's yeah. the we're we're gonna have to do like a breakdown like okay, like, which episode was our alien ones? <laughs> it's like uh fifty percent. All of them. 
All of them. Our logo's an alien, by the way. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. Shut your mouth. You know what you downloaded. <laughs> oh, man. But, all right. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up and stop going off because I'm sure we're going to find another tangent to head to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But remember, if you mm-hmm. listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to go down, write some words, tell us what you think of the podcast, leave us a five-star review that really helps us out in the algorithm and all. Believe it or not, it actually helps us on all platforms. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a five-star review. If you're listening on some other platform, give us a thumbs up, a heart, uh, whatever the platform allows you to do that's positive. We appreciate that greatly and we appreciate you listening. And back to you, co-host. <laughs> she, I was hoping I you would add. Train of thought. So, th- th- thank you, thank you, guys. Uh, we like aliens too. <laughs> Look at the news, guys. Tune in next time to see what hot mess we get into next time. So, thanks again for <laughs> <Yeah>. listening. <laughs> thank you for watching the show. Tune in next time. Like and subscribe. See you soon.